Okay. Sorry, I was just double checking the thing. Our bit rate looks good, whatever that hey, means. We're live. You should be like talking and stuff. No, no, no. I'm trying to bore them until they all leave. But, so for uh, you guys listening on the internet radios, we are um I don't know if you you know know this, but we do a live show on YouTube now. And then there's we, there's oh, no hey, way this you is don't have to explain it. Yeah, you don't have to explain all that. I, every bit of this is getting edited up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, here we go. Hey, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Maybe I've Said Too Much, the unresolved sibling conflict of internet radio. My name is Mike, and I'll be your host as we traverse the adolescent wedgies and noogies of your disappointed youth. I am joined, as always, by my good friends, Izzy Swan, all things IzzySwan.com, or soon to be IzzySwan.com, and my brother from another mother, Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Woodshop Gentleman. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, guys? I just wanted to uh, say thank you very much for joining me on the last day of my life. I was just going to ask, is Flo blowing you? (laughs) (laughs) I should have been ready for that, but that one caught me off guard. Mike's seen it in a year. (laughs) I'm sorry. It it seemed like a reasonable meteorological question. Yeah. Um, He is. (laughs) <laughs> the lights have uh, the lights have begun to flicker already. So, when the lights, the, the, the part that makes me laugh the hardest about that is every time you do that, I can actually hear like the regret in Izzy's voice for sending this out and having people come here. Mm-hmm. Like that's so you're not supposed to agree with that, Izzy. That's okay. It's, it's tapered a little bit tonight. I'm drinking wine. This is blush. <laughs> yeah, you're making us. I don't even know what that means. I just know that there's alcohol in it. All right. Something wrong with your vagina? Or no? Apparently, the only thing wrong with it is I have one now. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you look really cute driving up into your Prius to get that. I didn't. <laughs> so, so uh, anyway, Mike, don't you can't. I, I posted over in the We Like to Make Stuff group um, that you're going to die because you're just about to get hit by the by the Florence hurricane, so we mm-hmm. can't disappoint everybody. Unfortunately, I just saw the news before we came down, and it's moving like three miles an hour, so it's going to be a slow and painful death. Yeah, that's uh, that's what we're really looking forward to. So the um, yeah, we we go out on Friday nights, which is when this is being recorded, and uh, we sitting out for dinner, and and all of a sudden the whole world just kind of closed in on us all at one time. And the rain came out of nowhere, and then all the power in the restaurant went out, and then we all just kind of stared at each other like, <laughs> so this is the end. I was just thinking, I was like, damn it, I wish my food had come out so then I could, you know, just say, hey, didn't work out and not have to pay. But uh, <laughs> apparently that's not a thing. So uh, we got up and left, and, uh, you know, I had to pay. And then, uh, but yeah, no, the storm is, uh, it's going to be weird here in Charlotte from what we can tell. It, it looks like it's going to hit. Uh, in rain uncontrollably with a lot of wind for two straight days. And then, so we're all going to be dead. Um, if this feed all of a sudden stops, for those of you listening and uh, live on the YouTubes, uh, if all of a sudden we don't have a show, it's because I'm no longer in existence. Yeah. If if it if it goes dead in the middle of this, I'm promoting the hell out of it. <laughs> Our last seven-minute podcast. That's right. The so, podcast that Mike died in. It's gonna people are gonna shit when I show back up at the Cling Spore event in the end of October. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's a, a bitch. It's a ghost. We had your funeral. So, 
So I guess after you get hit, Mike, since the thing is moving like three miles an hour, three weeks later, we're going to get hit by it over here in Greenville. So. Oh, yeah. Well, I saw there was a meme on Facebook today going around that because uh, there, there's apparently like five uh, hurricanes in the Atlantic Ocean right now or some ridiculous Three thing. or four. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, it said, uh, by the way, if, if the uh, storm, if you're not in the path of the storm, don't worry. One will be assigned to you shortly. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get hammered. If you're on the East Coast, I'd say just burn the house down and move. Well, it's funny because I, I, my mother's been texting me because, you know, she's a mother and she's like, you know, hey, are you guys doing okay? You know, and I always text her back. I'm like, no, we're all dead. Um, you know, just, uh, you know, and then me being, I'm like, yeah, watching the kids go was the hardest, you know, and she's just like, you're such an asshole. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Um, <laughs> So, i think uh i think we I'm have just trying to get her to where she stops asking like it's uh, you know there's there's so little you can do about the weather you're supposed yeah. to just reassure them mike that's that's the whole thing no, no i tell them everything's terrible and we're probably not going to make it and you know we're already <laughs> we're already deciding which that's one of us is going to become food for the other uh, i am you know, so going to use that trick next time she asks me if i'm all right yeah, like, yeah no uh, we're all dead. Yeah, she's like, no, you're you're an asshole. So it's um, you know, it's a bit much. So, but uh, so uh, what are you guys up to? Uh, you know, now that you're not cowering and hiding and worried about life. <laughs> well, well, I'm trying to squeeze in some videos before the storm hits. So that's what I've been working. I had an outside video to do that I recorded and edited today. That was fun. That was a great. I had a great time today. I had the most fun I've had in a long time and involved a chainsaw. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I just, um, you know, yeah, you, don't, you don't get to end on that note. That's not, no, you guys will, you guys will see it. I'm, I'm working with, uh, I'm doing some sponsored work with tractor supply company and house Barna for the YouTube channel. And, um, nice. They, they sent me out a, uh, a beautiful, gorgeous 460 rancher, um, Husqvarna, Husqvarna chainsaw or Husqvarna chainsaw, depending on what part of the country you live in. And or, um or a country. Yeah, right. <laughs> and um I I got that thing out. I wanted for the last couple of years, I really wanted to try freehand sawmilling. Now my uncle Henry used to do this, and it, I mean I was too young to appreciate it at the time. And then I saw a video on it a couple of years ago. Uh, ever since I saw that video, I'm like, I really want to try that and see just how difficult it is. It is not as tricky as I thought it would be. So I went out and I, I didn't, I didn't cut up a lot. I, I took a about 35 inch, 36 inch chunk of white, um, of white oak, probably I don't know, 12, 14 inches in diameter, and just ripped it all up with a freehanding it with a chainsaw. And uh, I'm not going to spoil the 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 results, but um, it it was awesome. I had so much fun. <laughs> so what you're so, saying is you don't have to go out and buy in an Alaskan mill. Well, I, I think you're going to get, you know, if you're doing slabs and stuff, giant slabs, which if sure. people who make giant slabs with chainsaws, you guys are all batshit crazy. Just so you know. Um, yeah. I, you know, it's, it's not like that. It was, I, I just cut up some, <laughs> most of them were like six by, you know, well, I ended up being a little bigger than that, but they were like six by twos, you know, stuff like I've that. I've seen, so. I've seen Frank Howarth do a couple of slabs where he went over to a buddy's house and they like had a giant maple go down or something. And these are like, I don't know, 16, 18 feet chunks with, you know, probably 28, 32 inch, you know, round. And yeah. it's like, he's like, okay, I got to stop halfway through and re gas up. And I'm like, at the point you have to stop and gas up and oil up halfway yeah, through that, your cut. No, see, that's, what he's not telling you is he started the cut 
at like two o'clock in the morning. Right. And then at about and at about, you know, five inches in, he went and had breakfast. And then, you know, it's like one pass through those logs is like a three day. Only I can get deal. five inches in. Right. Well, good Sorry. luck with that, Irishman. <laughs> I dislocate my hips, but uh, you were saying? Yeah. So it was, you know, those things, that's crazy. You know, I, it takes forever to get through a log with the chainsaw mill. And I mean, I used to remember watching Matt Cremona do it. And if you guys have ever met Matt Cremona in person, he's got some kind of supernatural powers because I'm telling you. I'm, you know, you know what it is? It's endurance. He is he is 135 pounds soaking wet. You know, yeah, maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. and it's just I think it's perseverance. He's a really smart guy, but he's just he is just determined. Yeah. Why am, why am I not going to be surprised? Like I feel like the next time we record one of these, Izzy's going to have one of those, uh, like a squirrel, like or a raccoon, <laughs> whatever that freaking raccoon you had, like. Just, I tried really hard a, carved out of a tree behind you. So <laughs> I saw I saw Davy I saw a Davy Crockett raccoon hat at a, a a little party or at the I think it was the Hobby Lobby or something where I saw it. And um I so wanted to buy that and wear it on tonight's podcast. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you know we got that sweet sweet Patreon money. You can uh we got to use it on something. Speaking of which, we have a new sponsor coming up in the next few episodes. Yes, we do. I'm pretty excited about I'm, it. Too. I'm not going to say anything about it yet, but yeah, well, they're not they're not currently paying us any money, so we can still shit all over them and their products. And so, uh, <laughs> well, we, no, we no, have no, to stop. We're still going to do that. We well, have to stop when they think, give us I money. Think what we really need to do is we'll, we should spend the, this episode shitting all over them, and the next episode do a complete 180 <laughs> <laughs> like, out of nowhere. Like, no, it's no, no, like, no. like all of a sudden, like, wouldn't it be funny if one minute, like, we're sitting here and we're talking about, um, like last episode, like Izzy's like, oh, Husqvarna chainsaws, they're, uh, you're, you're better off rubbing it with your thumb. They don't cut shit. You know? And then all of a sudden, Izzy's like, I had so much fun with this Husqvarna chainsaw today. <laughs> I think that'd be hilarious. Oh, so, dear Lord. So is there a reason we're not talking about our new sponsor on this show, Joel? They, well, we they haven't we given don't. us any money yet. Actually, technically, <laughs> technically, they did. Did they? Yeah, yeah, but we don't we don't have anything witty yet to say. I mean, we have our normal wit, but I think I think we're going to try to work up a good smelly log for them for the next show. Well, actually, so I didn't want to say it because I felt bad, but it's really the rosé that uh, Izzy's drinking. They're sponsoring. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, the when um when it's when you realize that you have no whiskey or blackberry brandy, um, you got to do what you got to do. Hey. I or not, I guess. I don't know. So uh No, I don't mind wine. I, I enjoy a good cup of wine from time to time. Yeah, no, it doesn't suck. The um it goes good when you have someone braiding your hair or something nice. You know, it's a uh <laughs> that would work, but I'd have to have them do my back hair because my head hair is just a little oh, too God. short. I don't even feel like I need to throw up in my mouth from that. Like I was completely <laughs> expecting it to go there. I'm still recovering no. from low blowing today. It's taking me a minute, so I'm trying to I haven't completely come up with a good comeback for that one, but, um, well, Joe, what are you, what are you doing since, uh, Izzy's doing, I was pissing off the internet because I did a live feed this, uh, this evening as I made, uh, a shrimp boil and see, I (laughs) made a what? Shrimp, shrimp boil. Oh, sorry. Shrimp. Internet got out when you said that. So I'm sorry. The, um, but I, I do it slightly different. Yeah. Shrimp, you know, potatoes, sausage. Corn, uh, shrimp, potatoes, corn—they're off the menu. Yeah, I know, but you 
still can look at them. No, no. <laughs> um, so anyway, so, but, but I just to further piss off the internet, I don't actually boil the shrimp because that's sacrilege. I, I boil the, the, the potatoes and the corn and then I get the sausage and the shrimp ready and then I throw them into a wok and I add butter that's been spiced up with hot sauce and old bay and, and, and you, you basically saute the whole thing together and it actually makes a shrimp boil where the shrimp aren't like little rubber biscuits. Hmm. So, so you make a shrimp boil without the boil. Yep. Yep. So the you, only just thing had, you just had shrimp dinner. Well, I guess so. It's it maybe a maybe a shrimp dinner in in kind regards to a shrimp boil, but it's it's everything that a boil is, but it ha- also has taste. Oh. So, which is good. I I didn't know anything about low country boils or or um, you know, uh, th- that sort of thing until I moved down here to South Carolina about a decade ago. And um, I'm telling you what, wow, is that good time. You know, yeah. just throw some potatoes, some camp corn, some crabs, some shrimps, and boil it all up, and you dump it on a big thing. And you know, I would really, really enjoy it if they quit putting blue crab in those things because it's like six times the amount of work to get to the meat as it is with a king crab, and there's like the little, little tiny pieces of meat. It's, so right. it's just not Actually, worth it. One of the uh, the first time I had it, we were at a um, one of the mortgage companies I worked for at the time. The title rep, uh, this guy named Tom, who is easily one of my favorite people in the entire world, um, he came and he did a, a uh, low country boil in the parking lot. Um, and he's got, uh, you've probably seen these spices uh, around. It's called Slap Your Mama. Why don't we have them oh, on yeah. as, a, as yeah. a sponsor? It's actually his Very company. good. Mm-hmm. It's actually his company. He started that. So I have I have enough of that stuff in my cabinet right now to to spice the world. Um, well, you, you can tell him from an official that, aficionado that that's good stuff. Yeah, Slap Your Mama Seasoning, who is not the sponsor of this show. Uh, mm-hmm. Very, very good. Yeah, Tom is, Tom is one of my favorite. He actually, uh, they had a flood down here in South Carolina uh, not that long ago, and he pulled a guy. He was on Anderson Cooper's uh, show. He pulled some old dude named George and his dog out of a, uh, like a river that took over their car or something. Uh, he's just, he's just good people and he makes great food. So, uh, but uh, yeah, buy Slap Your Mama if you can get your hands on it. <laughs> oh, I just realized it's still, yeah, never mind. Slap what? Your Mama. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just looking at my camera. I'm like, oh yeah, it's still a disaster in here. I'm moving everything around. So I'm like, I'm feeling a little embarrassed at the moment. Well, I mean, you've got no, I, I like it. It's like avant-garde. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a trash can. I got to give everybody listening a visual. There's a trash can. There's a shop vac. There's just crap playing everywhere in my office right now. I'm, I'm thinking about moving my office desk. All the things. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, other than that, we're doing, you know, we're just in production runs. We've been running, um, uh, we've been running our Spartans hot and heavy and we've been storing them actually funny enough, we're out of storage space. So now half my basement is now filled up with boxes of Spartans. So that's a big ass basement. Yeah. It's a lot of Spartans. So we've got about a hundred down there right now and we just made another 60. Um, and those will be going down there too. And then, then we'll do it all again next week. Mm. So, and then we're sending things now, now's the time, uh, all of October we'll be sending in case after case into Amazon's warehouse to stock them in Amazon. And then we'll have 
them all set to go here for our other sales channels. Hmm. So we've been were you gonna were you gonna announce your new product on the show tonight? The uh <gasps> the Roman butt plug? Or were you gonna save that the, for the Roman butt plug? Yeah. I thought it was the twisty butt plug. I it's hard to keep up with his production schedules. Well, you know? no, I don't I don't have it. Actually, it's really funny. Uh oh. <laughs> I saw I saw and I don't want to do this because there are a lot of people that, that start turning. In the very first thing, your very first uh your very first wood turning exercise is everybody makes a butt plug. It doesn't matter who you are. I made a wine stopper. Which is a butt plug. Which is not a butt plug. A butt plug. It is. I, it I is. have to feel like they're now listen, I'm I'm not was it, was it in <laughs> any <laughs> way tapered. Hey, you say butt plug, I say no, potato. I, uh, I'm gonna take a picture of it and oh God. it was a butt plug. Please don't use a potato for that. Um, yeah, I'll take a picture of it and put it. It's actually in the shape of a wine glass, believe it or we not. We are we are listed in the um Adult section of SoundCloud, right? Right. No, it's, 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 okay. it's been checking it. since the first one. <laughs> I mean, Joel started off with don't be a dick, and I was like, "Well, no way, this is getting better." So, right, right on. <laughs> yeah. The uh, but but that's you know that's kind of our week. We've been prepping for the storm ourselves. Uh, we I dug a new trench for water drainage. It's nice having a tractor and um, co- covered and tarped our outdoor kind of wood storage area and new roof and gutter are finally done and so that's all good and so we're gonna we'll probably end up getting a good portion of the storm like you guys but not like you guys because i picked a different state yeah and that worked out this time (laughs) (laughs) we have five more coming so i'm sure we'll all get more well, I'm, I'm sure we'll what's get kind it. of funny about this is like we listen to a lot, you know, a while I said we listen. There's a lot of different podcasts out there that we're, yeah, and we that listen geog- to none of them, by the way. And their geography is all split up. I mean, they're from all parts of the country, and it just so happens that this particular podcast we all live within like two hours of each other, right? So, well, we do now. <laughs> yeah. one, one, one good was smart enough to move away from wherever the hell that is in Michigan. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, no. like one dirty bomb, and we're all gone. This whole podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's forever gone. Or one. Yeah, thanks for thanks for giving giant, ISIS that. One giant hurricane. Hurricane. <laughs> or one small hurricane that's only moving at four miles an hour. So. Hey, but if you gotta go, why not flow, right? Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so now for everybody who's wondering why we can't get on a regular schedule, um, there's a natural disaster happening, and at least two of us will probably be without power for a couple of days. So <laughs> we instead of skipping one, we'd we'd get a yeah, little. Yeah, it it's take. I, Five weeks ago now, I tried to get Duke Energy out here to, to um, we had an electrician come out and put a nice, beautiful, big box in the in the big wood shop. It's been five weeks of misery trying to get those guys out here to hook that up. Uh, if we go out, if we don't, we run out of power here, <laughs> it could be a six months before we get it back. That's mm, a bit. Well, they moved 20,000 utility folks into this area. Um, I mean, all I've been saying, maybe they can send one over to do their job. Yeah, 19,000 of them are in Wilmington right now, but they, uh, yeah. yeah I mean, up from Florida, up from Alabama, up from everywhere between I-20 and I-85, I must have seen 500 or 600 trucks from the limited time that I was on, on, cool. on the interstates. I mean, they, they just, it's, they're all in a cooperative for, uh, for repair personnel and they have a contract basically that says, you know, when one area is doing this thing, then you guys send all your guys this way. And when they have a disaster, then they send them that way. 
So it's kind of uh, they kind of co-op each other and 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 they have a basically have a service contract that that for all the utilities in the country. So like so that's not just Duke, that's other companies are coming yeah. down to help. Yeah, there's like Pike and Duke and and Correct. so I can still I can still badmouth Duke and we can be cool about all the other companies. No, probably they, not because they're going to be the one actually hooking up your new service. They are also not a sponsor, so they, <laughs> five weeks. It's supposed to take two week process. Five weeks later, still no power. I, well, I'm, see, there's this thing called people, and when you live near them, things like that happen easier. <laughs> so, mm, yeah, mm, no, too much. Okay, five weeks. All right. Anyway, I'm over it. Okay, yeah, you sound like it. Yeah. Well, I'm over it for the moment. By the way, uh, you you you've made clamps recently that you didn't talk about because you you said oh yeah I forgot about running them. Up. Yeah, so you were really excited about it yesterday and completely forgot about it today. So no, the bipolar uh, kicking in. It's one yeah. of the benefits of bipolar. So for those of you who haven't seen Izzy's newest video, he made can, uh, what are they called? Panel clamps. I'm not really. I guess panel clamp would be the closest thing to what they could be called. Um, but they're not really traditional paddle clamps. Um, they're, it's, they're, they ride on a bottom bar and they use two um, um, inverted 45 degree angles. Hmm. And you clamp a bar across them. And when you clamp that together, it pushes down and in at the same time. So it creates a uniform pressure across the whole piece, leaving you with a very flat glued up surface. No need for biscuits or splines or pocket holes or oh god please not the domino um so oh, it, just, it, wow. it, it lines it lines everything up for you and keeps everything nice and flat so you can just throw your throw your wood in there swack some glue on it and smack you're done but what about your fingers what about your fingers aren't you worried about catching your fingers in it <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, when we moved out of our uh, out, out of our big shop and onto property uh one of the things i did first was sell our big plan uh JTL is the company that makes them, but it's a, uh, it's a panel clamp rack mm-hmm. and it was 12 feet long and it had 42 clamps in it and they hang off of it in a cantilever. So you throw everything up on it and you tighten everything down and the, the clamps are set at, I don't know, five or 10 degree kind of cant to them. And you just start stacking boards in there. You glue up the edges and slap them together and you take ev- however many clamps you want to put on them. And it just hangs there against the wall, and I really miss that thing. Like, really miss it. Mm. it. It was a fantastic tool to have when you needed it. It was just, you know, eight feet deep and twelve feet long. So try. I mean, that's the size of a car, a large car. Yeah. Now that I've uh, now that I'm, I'm I've got half the pieces for my uh, outfit table I've been talking about for six months. I was looking at that thinking, okay, how do I integrate that into the uh, the new system? <laughs> so i've already making changes and i haven't finished but right on i'm that's, i'm actually that's I, the way projects go <laughs> yeah yeah it is and I, I was just thinking about your your outfeed table thing and i honestly if you do it if you do it in a way that it it's like well it's a game changer for people with like small spaces because i don't think i've seen anybody that lots of people make um was it the polk tables um and this yeah. is kind of like a hybrid of that where you can no, it's remove not that at all well don't, don't don't you dare do that i'm sorry it's it's not a hybrid of that it's a completely new thing that nobody's ever thought of <laughs> but if you had to visualize it it's kind of like and a, it's amazing and it's amazing but it, but it's like it's the perfect thing if you can make it 
like small enough for a garage where you can store all your stuff, use it for what you want to do, put glue ups on it, but then, you know, you're free to still use the table, uh, for outfeed. It's mm-hmm. a, it's just, it's a great, I mean, how many times have you had to clear off your table saw and outfeed table just to every use time. the damn saw? The answer to that question is every single time, every time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's uh cause I've been, I've been trying to think of an idea for this. The reason I, uh, it's taken me forever is I'd, I had this idea like a year ago and I started working on it and I actually built one that ended up in the fire pit cause it sucked balls, but then I had a better idea for it. So, um, that's this one. I sent you guys the, the rough images of what the, the braces themselves were going to look like. And yeah, it looks like a, it looks like a solid concept. So it, it you know, I, I don't think it's going to be a complete waste or failure. So, um, and uh, I think, I think eventually, that's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I'll have any power this weekend, or I'd you know start finishing it up. But uh, at some point, maybe I'll be able to. At the very least, I'll have rain. All the rain in the world is coming. All the rain. You know, one of the cool things and one of the unsung things about it, I think you can do glue ups on it of like long boards or something, and you won't have to clean off your tabletop. Yeah, that's. Uh, I no, mean, the like whole, the whole the, thing's going to be cool. Yeah, yeah, because uh, it's just going to drip through. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Right on the tools that you store in the right wall. Right on the tools. Maybe, yeah. maybe you need to think through that one. But eh, who knows? Yeah. But no, I think it's going to be cool. I think it's going to be awesome. So are we talking about uh, the differences between air guns, specifically brad nails and pin nailers? Tonight? Um, was that tonight? I don't know if that's tonight or tomorrow night. Or we were, were we talking about resumes? I don't I think we're talking about the differences between the 21 gauge, 23 gauge, and 18 gauge nailers. I'm a big fan of the 18. I can't go wrong with it. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's my, uh, my grandmother when she used to, uh, (laughs) she used to to make broccoli roll. Um, she used to use the 18s. So it's, uh, dental was never something we cared much about. Right. Right. I had a, uh, I had a thing that, uh, I've, I've, I've been reading weird stuff, just, uh, motivational things and all that. Just, you know, being a manager, you want to be able to have your, um, you know, you're not really supposed to have your ideas, but you got to at least have other people's ideas ready to go. So I read a lot of things and then I uh, pawn them off as my own. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, I saw this, uh, the, there was somebody talking about a personal resume. You guys know what that is? Or have you heard of the term? You mean LinkedIn? No, it's not like that. It's not, it's oh. actually not work related at all, which I thought was made it a little bit interesting. So personal resume is basically it's, it's, it's one of those corny things that like self-help people talk about. Um, but I thought the concept was pretty interesting. And there's a lot of folks that we know that are trying to be self-employed, start their own business. You know, they kind of, they kind of need a, uh, a base to start up. Yeah. Outside of not doing that. But, uh, when you do do that, <laughs> um, so it was basically a personal resume is essentially you have to be able to articulate what makes you special and what makes you valuable. Right. So that was the, so it's basically going through and being able to, to what, what value do you add to others? You know, in, and one of the things that the, uh, you know, reading the article about this is a lot of people have a really hard time. I mean, I, I could say a thousand nice things about you guys, but a lot of people have a really hard time saying nice things about themselves, right? Like they don't, they don't quantify what's good about them. And then in doing so, they, I mean, most people can name a thousand things that's wrong with them, but not a lot of people can say, well, this is what's good about me. This is the value I bring. This is who I am. This is, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and part of the problem with that, and one of the things that, that I, I notice, you know, just sort of being alive for a bunch of years and, and 
Um, I sort of agree. I, I agree about 50% with the author of that, but if, if you don't know what's good about you, um, it's hard to be uh, thoughtful about the things that you can do better. Um, but also, you know, having a personal resume. So I, I, I have no problem saying nice things about me. So this, I don't, I don't understand the, the, the issue with uh, people who can't, but um, like, if you can't say, Hey, these are the things that I, that, that bring value. These are the things I'm good at. These are the things that, um, you know, give me a foundation of who I am. If you're not able to articulate that stuff, uh, then it's really hard to, um, you know, have any confidence in who you are and sort of the things that you can do, the things that can benefit other people and how you can assign value to yourself. Right. So, and that was, right. that was really sort of the, the underlying thing is it's the exercise is okay. I am, you know, I am smart. I am funny and dang it. People like me, right. That whole thing. But, um, but what are your actual qualities? What makes you special? You know, because other people can typically name them about you, but a lot of people can't name them about themselves. So it was just a really interesting exercise. And, and like I said, I, I generally don't have those issues. Um, being in therapy for, you know, half my life is you, you, you spend a lot of time on, um, not only what's wrong, but you know, the things that, that are good things that you can benefit from, um, you know, things you can do better, things you already do well, but most people have a really hard time with that. And it's, it's a really interesting exercise to ask people because I've asked a handful of folks like, Hey, you know, what makes you special? What do you think is, you know, what are, what are some qualities that, um, mm -hmm. you know, that, that set you apart, that, that, that add value to other folks and the blank stares on people's faces is actually really surprising. So, um, I just thought that was a very interesting kind of exercise. So, All right. So pause, I was, pause the podcast and take a moment and dig deep, dig real deep. You can't, you can't really pause the podcast. I don't think. But, <laughs> well, um, you, you can, but we don't suggest no, it. That technology doesn't exist. They haven't figured that part out yet. I'm but, pretty um, sure you can. <laughs> so, so like, cause in, in, uh, you know, just to just to turn this into a complete douchebag moment, but uh, let's just take uh, we'll pick on Izzy for a second, right? So, um, Izzy, tell me something we're, about. We're, yeah, no, we're not going there. <laughs> like it's just it, it, and and this is one of the things that that they actually that I find incredibly interesting is it's almost got uh the the you lose social currency to some extent by by publicly affirming things that are good about you. Right. Like you can shit all over yourself. And like, oh, that's hilarious. Look at this guy. Um, but if you sit there and you say, Hey, you know, I am X. Yeah. The moment you start saying, you know, I make the best damn pie and nobody makes better people. Well, it, yes. Right. But, but that's the thing is it's, it's not, it, you don't have to compare yourself to other people. It's just, what do you feel you're good at? Well, right? pick I mean, me. That's, so, I, I, have, no, I have no qualms yeah, about since this. Izzy, since Izzy is uh, turned yeah, in. No, no, I'm just, give me. <clears throat> All right. So uh, I feel that I am very good at talking to people. I feel that I'm very good at being a liaison for things. So when you have, uh, say, two entities that need to have a conversation, but they don't speak the same language. So like if you have a customer and you have an engineer, I could be the guy that talks to one or the other or both to relay the information in a way that each other can understand it. Okay. What so else? Like, like, well, there's, <clears throat> hold on. Let me, let me keep going. 
<laughs> I uh, I have a very good uh, uh, an easy time talking to people. Um, I can usually start up a conversation and hold a conversation, and I feel that uh, I think there's something that I'm missing in a lot of things. But I generally feel people are good, and I like meeting new people, and it doesn't particularly stress me out to do so. Um, I like. Uh, I feel that I'm good about, um, managing projects where there's a number of key components that have to come together in a timeline and I can move a project along and I feel good about saying that my skills with, um, supporting staff like employees, um, I can manage people in a way that makes them not hate me, which is not an easy task for somebody that's managing people that has projects to do. Um, so yeah, so those, those are uh, like, if I were, if, if somebody said, you know, tell me your key attributes, you know, in a job interview, I'd say, well, I can talk to people and I can motivate people and I can manage projects. You are the best asshole ever. Joel. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I'm an asshole. You notice I'm going to make a joke about everything because no, we are way fine. out of my comfort zone right now. That's yeah, okay. Well, and, and that's the, this is actually, this exercise is, is actually for guys like you. Hey, if you want to get exercise, go get me some dumbbells. We're good. I'm good if with I, that. How about I get you a, how about I get you a drink made for Matt? <laughs> Can we start there? Get him a nice, get him a nice bottle of perfume. Mm. oh no it's easy it's it's tough and i'll tell you um i've worked with a lot of people on their resumes friends who have changed jobs or done things and i say hey send me your resume and then we'll sit down and we'll talk i have no problem with resumes i can walk into um you know million dollar companies that produce furniture and do all kinds of crazy stuff i can walk in there with confidence and know that i can help them right what about software engineer I don't do any software. No, that's not true. You have a great knack of explaining your woodworking processes to millions of people, literally millions of people. You have made videos that any monkey can understand. Now, they may not have your tools or the skill set to do it, but they understand how you got from point A to point B. And a lot of of times, actually, most of the time, companies, even high-tech companies, need to have a customer understand what we're doing, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And so you would fill a great niche where you're able to explain what happens. No, as soon as you say customer, I run like hell. I'm a back end guy. I'm the nuts and bolts dude. I make things work the way they're supposed to. And then if they're not working, I fix it. Now, listen, I need, I need crazy. everybody getting his own room for the things for event because that's, that's, uh, <laughs> I need, I, I am getting my own room just because I want to save you guys from the mercy of my snorathon. Oh, dude, I, I uh, want you to remember this when, later on, when you're out of the car, I want you to go to SoundCloud. I want to go on this episode and i want to have at least three people tell izzy that he is amazing at breaking down complex problems for people and showing them how to do them there, there's a little comment section in 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 soundcloud under this episode and and make sure izzy knows that because he should know that and it's it's the same in every business now the thing is different you know you might be selling toothpaste you might be selling woodworking tools you might be selling you know cmr software you know whatever that is but somebody has to be there between the guys that do all the stuff, because you know, those people, there's not a chemist in the world that makes toothpaste that can talk to a customer. 
but there's a guy that's somewhere in between there that's selling it to companies and talking about designs and talking about packaging. Who's a back end guy? There's a back end guy. I really, right. really enjoyed last week's podcast. Can we talk more about that? Shut up talking about Facebook advertising, but uh, I, I ask you to tell me one nice thing about yourself. I'm I'm extremely gorgeous. Yeah, you are. I can't. What what else do you want me to go? Did you did you Mike? Did you see the photo of him sitting with his bare knee showing yes. in the in the in the in the I don't know what log cabin he was in. I but he had like the flannels sense. and the and the sh- I mean, whew. I have oh. the same sense. Getting a little getting a little hot in here. All of a sudden, I was uh here. Let me tell you one thing about me. I love a nice lumberjack. <laughs> That's right. Like I said, I mean, I, and and I I'm actually more fascinated by the idea that people can't do this. Like that's it, it's very interesting. Yeah, I I completely understand why. Like too. to see you I mean, sit there and squirm the whole time is uh, it is I understand where it comes from. It's not that I'm it's not that I'm uh, you know completely um, oblivious to the to the the response, but it, it's to see it actually happen to people because the funny part is, and, and this is the thing that, um, you know, that I think it's hilarious. Like the people that typically have the hardest time doing it are the people that you could easily create the longest resume for like, like me and Joel could sit here and kiss your ass for the next three hours about things that you're good at. Right. I need we won't game. because you're not going to do that, but, but yeah, please but don't, you, but you couldn't do it. Like, and that's, um, so that's, it's just, uh, it, I mean, and it, to some extent, I mean, it's good, you know, when you're to be humble and, you know, not be a pompous asshole and sort of all that stuff. But the, um, and I don't suffer from that. <laughs> so I'm completely okay with being a pompous asshole. Um, but yeah, just that, that the whole mentality and, and psychology around all of this, I thought was interesting because I mean, it really, at the end of the day, you, you know, in order for you to be in, in you know, you kind of do this uh, sort of in a business aspect, not, maybe not so much personal as you, but in order to be able to really promote yourself, you've got to first understand what are you good at, right? And and you've got to be able to take an honest assessment of that. You know what I mean? Like you just, you, you, you have to have that in you. You've got to be able to say, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm X, right? And, and I'm not Z, you know, whatever that, that thing is, but it, you know, especially if you're looking to get into some type of forward facing, you know, you're, you're going to be your own boss. You want to be self-employed. You're going to get into sales. You're going to, you know, do all of these things. It, it's not absolutely necessary that you do it, but it, it can be very beneficial for you to be able to say, you know, I am, I'm good at this. You know, I'm, I'm a good listener. I'm good with people. I can, I, I, I'm very good with analogy. I can tell things to people in a way where, you know, I can, I can keep breaking things down until they understand and, and until they come along with me. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. how do I take that skill and develop it into something that actually translates into what I want to do? Right. So I want to make, sure. you know, I, I, I want to make Spartans and sell them. And how does that, how does that, how do I apply that skill to, you know, that I, I can take and set these things up and go to shows and actually tell people the way they're manufactured, the story behind them, because I have that ability to be able to, you know, talk and just be analog- analogous and all this stuff. That's a way to translate that into success. You know what I mean? So it's, so it, and starting with that baseline gives you a game plan of, okay, here's what I'm good at. Here's how I translate it into something that actually can benefit me and make me successful. Um, you know, that, that's really sort of where you want to, where you want to begin with it and, and what the end game of it would be. So, 
So not it's only very, that, it's, it's really hard for people. I mean, it, 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 really it is, really it's really hard, but it's also a really good skill to have because there are times when you're going to want to do amazing things. And even if you're self-employed, you're going to have to go maybe to the bank and get a loan, or you're going to have to do things with other people on a non like customer basis, like where you have to do the back end stuff for the business. A lot of back end. So, a lot of back end. And so you I have to talk about bug plugs. <laughs> I ruined it for you. You go, you go to someone, the a professional and you say, Hey, I'm really good at what I do and I need you to believe in me. And here's why. And, and it's, I had to do that last year. We, we worked with our local bank to, to grow and to get the lines of capital that we needed to do. And I had to show them what we did and they had to believe in me because at the end of the day, you know, the business survives and lives on what I do. So they have to believe in you. And so that's a perfect example. If you're in, if you're in a situation where you, even as, even as a, as a self-employed, uh, person, you'll have a need somewhere along the line to have somebody, you know, whether it's partnering with somebody where like saying, Hey, I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to make this thing and I need you to make half of it. So, you know, can you spec me out, you know, 2000 orders of this thing? And so they, <clears throat> they're going to be like, yeah, you just have to give me all the money up front. And you're like, well, listen, we don't quite have that money yet. <laughs> I'm going to need you to kind of believe need, in this. I need the money from you first. <laughs> right. Right. So, uh, so it's not uncommon. It's it right. It's, it's not uncommon to, you know, where you have to go to someone and you, you don't have to be like, I'm the best ever, but you do have to, you do have to at least provide some reasons, um, why you're a capable person to handle this investment in things. So, and, and that's why, and people get pissed off because they're like, oh, these, you know, all these backroom deals, you know, these big companies are doing this stuff. And the truth of the matter is you can have, and now all that works down to there are, there are guys that are working on lots of different spreadsheets to make sure everything works. But at the end of the day, the CEO of one of those two companies that's trying to deal with each other has to shake the other guy's hand and say, okay, we're going to do this thing together. And I'm going to have to trust you on this. And so there has to be some sort of personal, um, connection and appreciation for the other buddy, other person's ability. And you can't, um, until you can make those connections, you know, where you're saying, you know, I'm really good, but I don't like talking to people and telling them how good I am. <laughs> then you're not gonna, <laughs> you're, you're not, you're really not going to have a lot of successes in some areas that are really important for even, you know, people in their own business. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there you well, go. Uh, yeah. That's uh, yeah. Uh, I just, I, I think it, it, it's something I did a long time ago. Um, and it, you know, it really, it's something I actually will do from time to time. Um, you know, just sit down and write down some of the things that, um, not even necessarily that I think I'm the best at because I don't think I'm the best at anything. Um, but just things that, things that I qualities I have that make me proud of me. That's probably a better way to say it. Um, because that's, and that's a feeling that a lot of people have, have a hard time with is being proud of themselves or, um, 
you know, feeling like they're like they have value. And, and that's, you know, there, how many people do you know are just constantly self-loathing and angry all the time? And, you know, the woe is me crowds. Right. But the, uh, you know, being able to say, hey, these are the things that, uh, you know, that, that I'm good at. And then I compare them, you know, from the last list I make. So it's like, you know, what, what are the things that I've gotten better at over the years? You know, how does that, how does that translate as far as I go? You know, and it's, uh, it's interesting to see your growth. It's interesting to see the things that you thought you cared about that you've abandoned. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a really, I mean, it's a simple practice and it's, it's something that can be very beneficial and people, again, they stay away from it because it sounds corny and stupid and, you know, people just don't want to do it. You know what I mean? So that's, uh, it's, I mean, it's, but it's it can tough. be helpful. It's, I mean, for most of us, maybe we're not all laughy, but the idea of coming up to someone, I have to psych myself up when, like when, when I had meeting with the bank managers, I literally psyched myself up and said, Hey, you're important enough to start talking about today. You know, you, you have to be good at what you do and you have to be able to talk about what you do and you have to be able to express some sort of competence where these people are going to loan you a whole crap ton of money. Mm-hmm. And so I, I mean, it doesn't come particularly natural to me, but it, it, it was one of those things where I just kind of sat down and said, I got to be good this today and there's, there's no way around it. And so I started practicing that week and I started, you know, talking about the things we did and the vision that I had and, and the stuff that I had to accomplish. That's, I mean, that's a real world. I did, I didn't want to sound like I was the end all be all. I just wanted to sound competent and, and have them to start believe in what I believe in. And with that, I was able to secure some things and grow the company and make sure that we had security for things. And it wasn't one of those, it wasn't a hard thing to do once I sat in front of somebody because I was able to inspire them and to get them excited about who I am and what my passions are. and that's important and there's and it doesn't matter who you are like if you're in front of a job you know in in a in in an interview you you need to know a little bit about what you're doing there like not specifically what you do but what you're doing there in that room for that company because there's lots of people that they can hire and if you're if you're talking about a personal resume you need to be able to answer their questions but you also need to inspire some sort of passion in them about you because they're going to do 15 interviews that day and you might be the eighth one mm-hmm. and they might be really damn hungry for that sub sandwich that's been sitting in that fridge for four hours <laughs> right What's this idiot gotta say <laughs> right so 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 those things where where you sit down and talk to investors or or when you're talking to hr or when you're talking to somebody that's that you're trying to get even even hiring people when i sit down when i sit down for folks that want to work for me i'm like listen this is an amazing place but you're going to bust your balls and it's going to be a lot of hard work and some people don't like it and i'm going to show you some of the things that we do and what you're going to have to do some days you're not going to move from the same spot for eight and a half hours there's just no way around that mm-hmm. that's that's the day so i'm trying to sell them on the idea of the job. And then it's, and I usually tend to go in and, and try to sell them on how crappy it can be some days because anybody that can deal with that, then we can deal with the fun stuff. 
it makes it easier. The same idea, just slightly different avenue. Hmm. Yes, that's uh. Sorry, I'm just watching Izzy. He's had his head down for the last 15 minutes. <laughs> no, I'm playing golf. <laughs> hey, don't don't let us bother you. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is you know, like I said, we're way out of my comfort zone. So I figure I'll just back out of this one. Otherwise, I'm gonna have to keep keep making stupid jokes. <laughs> Uh, I, I, it's amazing that, you know, if, if I were to sit down and write a list of things that I thought would make Izzy uncomfortable, like the list of conversations that I, that he'd want to tap out on, some of them are pretty obvious, but some of them just aren't. <laughs> Izzy, say something nice about yourself. Oh my God, you're an asshole. <laughs> what are you doing? No, that's not my game. I, I'm I'm mostly into self. Um, what's what's the word? No. Deprecation. Self deprecation. Yeah. Self defacing. Yeah. I think is what you were going to say. I was going to say defecation, but that'd have been a really bad thing. <laughs> so. Completely different. Uh, well, now that you've said both of those things, I'm going to go ahead and edit it. So you will. Right. Peace, <laughs> thanks, Mike. Hey, I mean, you're playing golf while we're talking on the, on the podcast. Right now, our Patreon subscribers are thinking, I'm, I'm paying for this shit. <laughs> I hate Mike. He's making me say nice stuff about myself. I didn't ask you to say, well, I did ask you to say nice things, but I did it knowing that you would absolutely disagree. <laughs> <Put up with, laughs> <laughs> yeah all right what and, and this just want, proves a point this how is... much that that credenza behind you sucks <laughs> if you want it to get... does you're you are in agreement on that it's a uh, it's tough i mean there's no there's no you there i think there's maybe one in 20 people that would be comfortable about about saying really good things about themselves because we've grown up in a society where where if you are boastful it gets on people's nerves or or at least at a certain point, it gets on people's nerves. And so we look at, you know, you, how many times have you been with a friend? You're like, oh, God, just shut up. Seriously, <laughs> I, it, was, it was great well, that you People care about themselves. So, like, you can talk about yourself for a little while, but at some point you have to make it about the others, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's just, it's just, well, the, uh, it's just, it's just like, it's like, that way. it's like, okay, yeah, I, I don't know what you are now, and I appreciate your your how many push-ups you could do in basic training and that was great the first seven times oh, i heard he's, that he's thinking about somebody specifically right now too by the way is he <laughs> this is this right. is not a general statement from joel just, this is paypal know. but on a person right <laughs> don't even get to don't say that word oh here he goes he's sweating on paypal <laughs> he's starting giving me sweats it's awesome <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's a, I, it's a good exercise. In fact, I think it's, I think it's somebody, everybody, you really should because, because you, you need to be in, and on a personal level, it's sure the world's a shitty enough place. Like it really is. It can be, there's storms happening there's political turmoil. There's, you know, things that are happening and people are pushing crappy stuff in your face all day long. And they're, they're attaching their crappy opinions with it. and if, if you're looking in the mirror and all you see is, is, is depressing things, then maybe you need to switch out mirrors. I, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, by the it, way, if you, if you want to be depressed, I listened to uh, Elon Musk on the Rogan podcast <laughs> and they were talking about artificial intelligence and you know, think of us. And then when you start thinking of us the way, like an AI system would think of us and, and you realize like how hard we have to try to be like good people. 
right? It's kind of amazing. You know, just uh, so yeah, so a little bit of a sidetrack there, but I mean, but it's, at, you know, at the it's, very it's least, tough world. You, you have to understand that this might be a good exercise to do, right? I mean, or is even that concept foreign to you? No, I mean, it's, it's not, um, it's not foreign. And, uh, I have my own, I have my own ways of, of motivating myself, but then they don't involve making lists of things I think I'm good at. So, well, yeah, and, it, and everybody's got their own thing, man. I mean, it's not, yeah. uh, you know, you're, you're clearly hyper successful, however you do it. Right. It's just, uh, I don't think that, and I apologize. I had to say something nice no, I, about you to make my point. But, no, no, I don't want everybody out there in the world to think that you know, poor Izzy, he doesn't like himself. That's not true at all. That's I'm, not true at all. You know, I, I'm, there are <laughs> yeah. things, there are things about myself that I like. Everybody else, we have our our demons, or you know, but um, for the most part, I'm I'm pretty proud of the way I've lived my life, and um, that that's never gonna that's not going to change anything. It's well, just I would not. I would say nice things about you now, but that would that would completely I, I don't want yeah, you see, to go back to golf and back into the shell. So I'll stick my head in the sand if you start that crap again. So you're a real douchebag, Izzy. Thank. There you go. Now we're talking. I I hope the hurricane gets you first. I do well with. I do much better in the whole, you know, redneck man mentality of "Hey, you fat son of a bitch, how you doing?" That's the world I live in, you know. So I get it. Uh, That's uh. Listen, it's you know, it's what that's the the mentality that conditions people when you know we get on here and. uh, I talk about going to therapy and getting yourself your head right. Like, you know, people got to, people actually got to congratulate you for being so brave to speak out. It's like, that's not, mm-hmm. that shouldn't be brave to speak out. Like, uh, you know, yeah, you, you shouldn't be, uh, you shouldn't feel this weight of, you know, masculinity that all of a sudden is lifted off of you because you're drinking rosé and drive a Prius. Um, no. Oh, wait, I think I changed points there. It's okay. <laughs> Absolutely. So, but yeah, I mean, you're just, uh, you know, and it's blush, by the way. Not rosé. It's uh, it's rosé to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was convinced that you uh, you turned off your camera for a second there, so you can go grab another bottle. And pour oh no, water. I was here listening. I was here listening. <laughs> hmm. I was playing golf because no, I didn't start playing golf until I just turned the camera back. I'll turn back on. So that's hilarious. No, um, you know it's um. <sighs> Sorry about that. My notifications are still on and I can't figure out how to shut them off. Um, the, this is an interesting conversation. I'm ready to move on to the next one. So. Yes. Well, this was, uh, I, I, I mean, I posed this as a, a topic, you know, midway through the week and you didn't say no. Oh yeah. I, no, I know what I, well, I don't, I don't read that shit. <laughs> so. thanks, thanks for being such a participant in our show. <laughs> Was too busy building. Busy trying to figure out how to build the best possible clamp that could possibly exist. You did, by the way, doing that. So, but uh, speaking of which, just to get back to that, will there be plans available on your site for these things at some point? Yes, yeah. There's a couple bugs I have to work out, and I'm working out the transition on the on the angles. Uh, I have them at 45s, which gives you the same amount of in pressure as down pressure. So I'm going to play with the angles a little bit um, to get the find that sweet spot where the um, where you're getting just enough pull and downforce to create a perfect glue up so once i play with those and i find that proper angle and tweak them a little bit i'll put plans out which one do you think is uh do you do you think that having that much downward pressure is that important 
No, I think um, I think I'm going to move it up so it's a little higher. Uh, granted, when you're you know, it's we're talking about concordial pressure here, and I don't want to go into a big long detail about concordial oh, pressure. We're, we're at the end of the show. So you can you can ramble on all you want. We're basically converting a linear pressure mechanism into a concordial pressure device. So it. That being said, um, once you get past a certain plane, more pressure goes in one direction than the other. Uh, so what we're going to do is. Um, I think we're going to probably go move it up to somewhere in the realm of about 62, 63 degrees to start with. And I think that's going to create what we need. So, um, well, I'll, I'll figure it out. You know, once I do, I'll put the plans out and I'll do another video on it. Probably when I build the metal ones, I'll change those pressures. So yeah, it's going to be between somewhere between now and two years from now, if I remember from the video. Is that right? Yeah. You know, like I, I always tell people, you know, I'll get around to it. So I, uh, I really think it that, uh, you know, you don't want to have this be your tagline, but I really think, you have to finish every type of clamp you make now with, and don't put your fingers in it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you, yeah, you, that was really a missed opportunity in this last video. I was. Well, I had right. somebody comment on the on the vice video. If you missed that, I built a vice, a bench vice that works off a pneumatic clamp, and I didn't govern the speed, so it's really fast. Uh, I had somebody say, "I would, you know, put a regulator on that, so that moves a lot slower." And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, "The point of this whole clamp is that it operates quickly, not that you slow it down." Because that's why I hate. And you, I mean, if you guys have seen my, you know, my videos over the last four years, how many times have you seen a clamp in a or a bench vise in a video? You don't see them because they're blinking slow. I hate the idea of turning a screw to tighten a piece of wood down. This is one of those things that drives me absolutely crazy. So that's why I built that original not, quick action lever lever vice, and now now the pneumatic vice. So I'm Joel was actually that. the one that commented. <laughs> yeah, that probably was Joel. So <laughs> he, did sure. he did it after we saw <laughs> your Instagram thing. Yeah, so he was like, so, uh, what "Yeah, I was kind of I was kind of giggling at that comment when he said you should you know regulate it to slow it down." I'm like, "Yeah, that's the whole point is that it's not slow." So yeah, every uh, time you make a clamp, though, you should you should be like, "Hey," and, and don't put your fingers in it. Yeah. But, you know, that's the case. If anything moves fast or looks somewhat um, sketchy to a person there, the first the first thing is to try and taper it down. And I'm like, let's do it faster. No, <laughs> so, more pressure. More pressure, <laughs> more faster. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so. Well, uh well, listen, guys, uh anything else? Because, uh, you know, we're, we're about an hour in here and uh, I can... <laughs> I hear the wind picking up, so I'm pretty sure that the uh, we're getting ready to lose power here any minute. Uh, Wait, we got to go until you, I promised everybody you were going to die. Oh, I will. I mean, on a, on on a long enough timeline, we all lose that's, that. Point. That's what we're going for here. We're we're looking for a little oh, grand finale here. We want to. Well, know. for those of you that came in from the we like yeah. to make stuff group, I my most sincere apologies. <laughs> Mike did not die on this podcast. Yeah, sorry. I've I've actually. Uh, I, I'm getting healthier is the problem. So you guys might be stuck with me for longer, but uh, to, for which I apologize. So everybody, uh, everybody in the, in the comments want me, wants me to take off my shirt one last time before, uh, before I die. But since I feel fine, I'm going to leave it on this time. Okay. Sorry. All right. Um, I want to do, um, I want to say a special thank you to, uh, you, Mike, Me? for making this, for making this evening entirely uncomfortable, awkward, and, um, just, you know, we're never talking about this again. Just no, ne actually next show you, you talked about, uh, either dreams or business failures. So I really want to talk about two. business dream. We could do one of them. How about dreams about business failures? No, no, no. That's, uh, <laughs> every no, I think, single night. 
at my yeah. at my current employer, I have that dream basically from noon until I go to sleep. <laughs> so yeah, we don't we don't want to have that one. But um, yeah, listen. Hey, by the way, guys, if you got any, uh, you know, the the folks listening uh, out there in the internet worlds, if you have any ideas for you know topics that you'd like to hear these guys talk about, or even just questions you want to have me ask them and uh, potentially interview them with. Uh, hit us up with stuff. We got, uh, you can find us on, uh, Facebook. We're at maybe podcast there. Basically all of our social media stuff is all at maybe podcast. So you can find us on Instagram. Um, you know, we're on YouTube now, for those of you who haven't subscribed, you can get over there. We, we've started doing the recordings live. We don't really have a set schedule for that Mike, because we're weird. I, I want to interrupt you for a quick second. Our website is up just so everybody knows on the, free, on the free side of it um where you just come in there's not a whole lot there there's the free plans um we'll have a few more things up there over the next coming weeks for the members if anybody in here is a member we will be importing all the active members over the next few days and then um, we will be opening it up to the world uh to become members if they if anyone's interested obviously we won't force you at knife point we might force you at gunpoint but knife points out of the question so um so that's working again yay and stuff um anyway so back to your routine my apologies uh, by the way no you're uh, uh also for those of you um we i think the mechanism is in there currently uh where you can actually we can post the podcast stuff to your website in the chat and stuff right yes for active members we have a whole um our web the, the website set up more like um like a social media page now than, than a website. So it's a different experience, um, but we have an entire feed of all just the podcasts. So if you're a member there, you can listen there as well. But I, I think that takes you to SoundCloud to listen to them through, through there. So yeah, it just plays it on the site. I thought, but that's, um, does it? Okay. I and I'm know. currently in development on our podcast site. So I've been working on that, the, uh, getting used to the backend system. We changed that up when Izzy changed his website. So I'm, uh, I'm figuring out all the pitfalls and, nonsense so um but that is up the it's got a feed for all the shows currently so you can go there and listen it's a maybe i've said too much.com um send you links to uh, the soundcloud i think accounts uh we'll probably do a feed with itunes and google play and some other stuff coming up but uh, i gotta work on some coding for this thing to make it work right so oh um yes don't forget we should probably promote the um the Klingspor event coming up at the end of October in Hickory, North Carolina. October 26th and 27th. Your yeah, favorite podca- podcasters, podcasters yes. will be in Hickory, North Carolina at the convention center. The Klingspor, what do they call it? Woodworking event. Yep. And I, I um, the extravaganza. And I, as I understand Correct. it, you two are sharing a room and a loofah. Yes. Room and a loofah. I read up so. Oh boy. Yeah, we got uh, the. I, actually, I sent a message uh, to Joel earlier today. I said, "Hey, I don't want this to sound weird, but uh, should I get us a room?" And uh, he he responded back and said, "Yes, just uh, one king bed, please." <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going for the single full myself. I uh, I'm, a, I'm a nuzzler. <laughs> so, um, oh boy. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so we will be there live at that. I will probably end up recording something from there. I imagine, um, we might do some live stuff if they've got internet. Uh, I don't know if that's a thing there or not, but, uh, more, uh hotel more internet's that. worse is terrible. Well, the convention center is where we're going to be doing things, right? So, bring, yeah. Probably bring a hotspot if you want any internet access at all. And yeah, it provides us on a giant metal building. So. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, we'll probably be, well, I'm going to be dead after this weekend anyway. So you guys will be at the event and, uh, 
just say nice things about me and uh, just remember you'll have 64 episodes to hear my sweet soothing voice after long after i'm gone so um but that's pretty much it uh, again uh social media uh facebook instagram twitter we do very little on twitter so don't really look for us there um instagram probably less than facebook at this point but facebook's a place to send messages by the way for those of you that send me messages on instagram i only check that like once every three days um so if it takes me a minute to get back to you it's not because i'm ignoring you it's just it's i I almost never go to instagram the only time i do is just to see what the hell is he's doing um what weird crazy thing is coming out next so but uh, he's he's building things with yeah that's basically other things so that's kind of his gig but you guys, uh, listen, thanks everybody for uh, that, that hung out and watched us uh, on the YouTubes. So like I said, feel free to head over to uh, YouTube. We're at Maybe Podcast there. Subscribe. You can see the live recordings when we do them. We do put the shows up afterward um, for people to watch. If you want to see us talk instead of just listening, you creepy, creepy people. Um, and then uh, that's pretty much it. So appreciate yeah. everybody. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. I, we'll talking Mike, about- I think Izzy has one more thing to say. Is he going to talk about how pretty he is again? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What was I supposed to say? I don't remember. Really cool ideas for this, how to improve it and make it more useful. And I know there's some of you out there, <laughs> man, you know, you're worried about your fingers getting caught in there. But the trick is not to put your fingers in it. <laughs> <laughs> you're a jerk. <laughs> Thank you. That's oh. all. <laughs> Don't put your yeah. fingers in it, boys and girls. That's the moral Don't story. put your fingers in it. <laughs> He's a back-end guy. <laughs> good, good night, everybody. Definitely don't good put night. your fingers in it. Good night. Good night.